Welcome to the Rising Star Project. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder of Holistic Fashionista, and I'm beyond excited to introduce to you amazing lightworkers and soulpreneurs around the world who are improving the way we live, one holistic modality at a time. But like any entrepreneurial spirit, they have questions, need guidance, and desire more clarity around their higher calling, their offerings, next projects, and vulnerabilities, so they may touch those who are meant to hear their message. And that is why we are here today. What you're listening to are the business mentoring sessions I'm providing for these exceptional people, using their astrological birth chart to shine a bright light on what planets are influencing their chosen life path and which signs have the greatest influence on their work. You'll also hear what's holding them back from achieving their deepest desires, along with aha moments that remind us how incredible breakthroughs can be. Due to the nature of these sessions, I kindly ask that you share your gratitude by sharing this podcast with others. By sharing these sessions, you not only will enrich others' lives, but you will also support the work of a light worker, a kind soul who's made it their life's work to serve others from their highest self. It is my hope and intention that by experiencing their mentoring session, you will be able to answer some of your own questions around what you've been called to do and what movement you're here to lead. From productivity to self-care rituals to marketing and leadership, each session is personal in its content and inspirational as we use the stars, the moon, and the planets to unlock the hidden treasures of being holistic leaders of tomorrow. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to the Rising Star Project. My name is Angel Quintana. I'm the founder of Holistic Fashionista Magazine and Botanica. I've got another fabulous guest today, old personal friend and client, Amanda. And we're going to be using her astrological birth chart to unlock some of the challenges and questions that she have around her business. So thanks for uh, being a part of the Rising Star Project, Amanda. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh. So we're going to get into this. So I, I obviously know a lot about you, but I know our listeners don't. So can you share with us a little bit about who you are and what you're up to in the world? Well, I'm Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> and what am I up to? I'm up to a, a whole lot of things. Uh, <laughs> I always have to have a lot of things going on. And right now I'm kind of um, in the middle of shifting all those things. I don't really know how to put it into words, but like I've got a few things going on that I am kind of in the works of building that, I guess you could say. Like right now I'm um, studying so I can um, get my real estate license and begin to flip houses. Ooh. Yeah, so I'm kind of in um, the, I don't know what you want to call it, but the process of doing that, building um, quite a a bigger business, something that um, me and my husband have wanted to do actually since we've gotten together, but something always held us back, Um, but we just decided after we sold our last house, um, we made such a huge profit that everybody told us we wouldn't do that. We were like, 
we're good at this. <laughs> let's, let's do it. So, um, yeah, we're kind of in the middle of that. And then I also just recently signed up to be a consultant for the beauty counter. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about that. And, um, yeah, I'm still working on my furniture and I'm still helping other women, coaching them, whether it's for them to start a business or just to let go of some of their fears and build more confidence. And after saying all that, I have a lot going on. (laughs) I know. Well, I'm curious. Well, what do you want to focus on? What's the, what challenge uh, would you like some clarity around? Uh, It does sound like you have a lot going on, but you know, we all do. And I think there's a way to kind of harness it and kind of bring it all into one. So it feels holistic. So let me know what you want to focus on. Um, well, me being me, I always want to focus on making money because money's my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> and I'm not, not gonna be, not gonna, I'm not going to pretend that that's not who I am, but I love money and um, that's just who I am. Money makes me happy. Well, you have a Taurus stellium. So Taurus is the natural ruler of the second house, which is the house of money. So that's not a surprise to me. <laughs> I, I wish I weren't built this way, but it is the reality of who I am. So, yeah. So, I mean, basically, you know, I have a lot going on. And because of that, I don't always know where I should keep my focus, if that makes any sense. Okay. Let's see if we can use your chart. And hope. Well, I think what we'll do here is... I'm just going to kind of spill out what I see in the, in the chart and then I'm going to pause. And then as you have like questions and stuff, kind of help me fill in the blanks here, kind of do a general reading and hopefully we can get you to have some type of breakthrough uh, by the time we're finished. Okay. Okay, cool. Okay. So like I mentioned, you have one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four signs in the sign of Taurus. You've got three signs in the sign of Scorpio and those are the dominant ones. Okay. So mostly Taurus. So again, all about, um, material things that ground us to the earth. Um, this could be material wealth. It could be, um, just keeping things very logical, very down to earth. Okay. That would be very Amanda. I know you (laughs) very well. Okay. So you have your son in the sign of Taurus. Now your son, you know, traditionally in astrology has to do with how you see yourself. So that doesn't sound like a big surprise, but the way that I see the sun sign when I'm doing these readings is actually like your secret sauce. It doesn't have to be the thing that you're known for per se, but it's the Mm -hmm. thing that's kind of always tickling the back of your mind. So even if you're saying like, I love money, it's, that's a, that's like a secret sauce. That's like, I uh, know how to make money or I know how to bring ideas to fruition. I know how to take, you know, take the necessary steps to make something come to fruition. So that's going to be a, that's kind of like a, a superpower that you have. And you also have Taurus, um, as your South node, which is your natural ability. So you're naturally gifted at the material world, things that, you know, you can touch physically with your hands. I know that you make furniture, um, things that ground us to the earth, things that can make our practical. Um, uh, this could also be strategizing, um, um, also being, um, 
you know, they're ruled by the bull. So they, they could be very, um, you know, this is the path. I take this one path, I take it all the way until it, you know, shows a result. So they're very results oriented, um, a very result oriented sign. Okay, so keep that in mind though, because this is a superpower, but it's what we're going to sprinkle on everything else. Okay, so you've got your moon in the sign of Sagittarius. And your moon sign represents your inner world. This is how you feel. This is, um, you know, what lights you up or what brings about the darkness. So we've got to make sure that the moon is always in harmony. Because without a happy moon, we really can't get much work done at all. Which will just irritate Taurus because Taurus just wants to go full straight ahead. And the moon... Um, is going to let us know, do we feel like moving ahead or not? So in this case, you have it in the sign of Sagittarius. Sagittarius is a fire sign. Um, and it's all about higher learning, all about spirituality. Uh, it's about philosophy. It's about um, travel and foreign culture and um, things, that, things that light us up um, in a way that makes us feel whole. So Sagittarius has the gift of the teacher. So in order for, if you're ever feeling kind of down and out, or mm -hmm. like you're, it's kind of like, Taurus is like, come on, get off your butt, get off your butt, let's go, let's go, let's go. And you're like, no, 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 no. It's because Sagittarius is out of alignment and in this case, the easiest, and I'd say the fastest way that you can get out of a rut is literally just start teaching, start talking, start sharing, start um, opening up to the divine, right? All that spiritual essence that Sagittarius brings to um, our, our life. Um, that's going to be the quickest way to, sh to, sh to teach and to learn. Those would be two things. So anytime you feel you know, the kick in the butt that you need, open a book, open your mouth and share. Okay. So, and then you also have your rising, okay, you have a rising sign and the sign of Aquarius. Okay. Now this really makes sense because I know you um, <laughs> and I did not know this about you. Okay. So your rising sign is how other people see you. Now this is really important, especially when we talk about a higher calling because what happens, you know, universally is that we're every time we're attracted or not attracted to somebody, something, it's because it's a part of ourself. And in this case, because your rising sign is in the sign of Aquarius, the way that people see you is not Taurus and it's not Sagittarius. It's Aquarius. Aquariuses are the rebels of the Zodiac. They are the pioneers, the visionaries, the ones with the big ideas, the ones are like, sorry, don't tell me what to do. Mm -hmm. I think about, I'm in my own box. You guys can stay in yours. So when they look at you, they're really like, what's happening, the people that are naturally gravitating to you, they see that and they want more of that for themselves. So this is important because it doesn't matter if you're talking about selling beauty counter or selling a house, they want to like have that, what's a better word, that, that not bohemian, but like avant-garde um, way 
for themselves. So that could be like how you stage the home to how you, you know, make videos about how to use the beauty counter products. It's always going to be done in a very unique, um, specialized way. That's very Aquarian. So that's going to be your hook. You know, if we're talking business language here, if you want to hook people on whatever you're selling, you turn up Aquarius, like you turn up the dial on Aquarius and you just throw it out there in the world and watch who comes back. It's going to be the people that are like, I want more of that for my life. I want more of that funky style uh, of a home, even if it's a home that isn't like, a, you know, maybe it's contemporary and they never would like a contemporary house, but they're like, you know what? This girl staged it in a way that still captivates and feels like me. I, I'm fine with a contemporary home. It's going to be about your unique take on how you share the product and how you stage the product, how you sell the product that is going, it's you. It's you that they're buying. They're buying your vision. This is really important. If you're not currently seeing yourself, which I know you do embrace your rebel a lot, but I'm saying embrace it in what you sell and how you sell it. That is going to draw your kismet clients to you. Okay. Okay. Now you've got, just make sure you've got your Saturn. Okay. You've got Saturn and cancer. It's so funny. The girl I just read for you, you guys have a very similar chart. You guys are like born one day apart from each other in the same year and everything. It's really weird. Like I'm like, Oh, this is like the same chart. I was like double checking to make sure I wasn't reading the wrong thing. Um, okay. So Saturn in cancer. So Saturn is the father figure of the Zodiac and he wants to make sure that you have a plan. He wants to make sure like, look, don't just go out there and have a good idea and work hard towards it. Let's make sure that the structure and the foundation are in place so that we can actually build something that lasts, you know, build that home that lasts, the foundation. So you have it in the sign of cancer, which is a water sign. So it's a little interesting um, pairing here because cancer um, is the crab. They uh, are very emotional, can be very moody, and they don't really, um, on some levels, I kind of think that they think their way is the best way. And Saturn is like, well, that's great. I'm glad that you're confident, and I'm glad that you know what you want. But there is still a protocol that Saturn, because like, you think about like Saturn is like your strict father, a strict father figure. Like, well, that's great and all, but I don't know if that's really going to work. So, so it's going to be this um, yin and yang because Saturn is the father figure of the Zodiac, but Cancer is the mother figure. So there is this um, duality here of Cancer, you know, having this nurturing part of her that wants to, um, you know, be out there and be of service and things like that. But Saturn is like, well, I want to, you know, it's more masculine. It's a masculine and feminine. So the money or the wealth or the opportunities or the people that are going to you know, be brought to you on this path are only going to show up if Saturn sees the effort from cancer. So anytime cancer gets it like a moody bug or, you know, crawls back in her shell and hibernates for like a month because she just overextended and she overgave and she made it all about everybody else. Saturn is like, you know what, that you're kind of pissing me off because we worked really hard to build something and now you're going to go retreat for a month. Oh my that God. That's so <laughs> me. <laughs> so he's getting pissed and he's just like, no. And 
so they need to have basically like a little, they need to have a little vacay together. Okay. They need to like reconnect and they need to come up with something that's going to make it so cancer doesn't, if she goes into her shell, she comes right back out. She doesn't stay there for a month. So that's kind of like they're, they're making a deal. Like, okay, look, I can help you. I can bring the money. I can bring the opportunities. I can bring the people, all the pe I can bring everything that you need, but I need a commitment from you that you're not going to bail out when the going gets tough. I need a, I need a, a handshake, if you will. And so cancer is like, okay, okay, yes, yes, yes. Because the thing about cancer that people don't realize is cancers are closet entrepreneurs. Closet. Taurus, not closet. Cancer, closet. So we want to get cancer comfortable enough in her own, you know, pond, if you will, to be a bigger fish in a bigger pond. So there's a, there's a, there's a enticement here of like, look at cancer. This is Saturn talking. Look, mm -hmm. cancer, if I can get you to just let, let, can we just swim in the big ocean for a moment? It's not going to be that scary. You know, we can get you, we'll bring you back to shore when we're done with the process, but we've got to make sure that we at least get you out there, get you out there in a bigger way. But I need you to commit to that process long enough before we let you go back to shore. So she's like, okay, so that's where she's going to lean on. Guess what? Your moon. Cancer is naturally ruled by the moon. You have your moon in Sagittarius. So Sagittarius is going to have to come and hang out with cancer. Every time you feel like you need to crawl back into the crab shell, what was the first thing I said? I said Sagittarius needs to um, open the books and open her mouth. That's how she's right. going to feel better. So if you're, not, if you're feeling like you have to retreat for like a month, it's, it's Saturn, Sagittarius is like, okay, like, you need to read some more spiritual books. You need to be out there and teaching things. That's going to get you out of your shell, even though, even though, because I find myself doing this too, that you'll, you'll try to talk yourself out of it. Even though when you finally turn on the camera and you start teaching and you get in your element, you'll be like, oh, this, okay, I do feel better. This is awesome. But getting her to turn on the freaking camera is right. the hardest part for cancer. But when she turns it on, finally, she's fine. So there, I'm just bringing, I'm like trying to, you know, just reveal what's really happening with these signs, but how they're all really supposed to work together. It's, there's nothing segregated about any of these. It's really, we're trying to get all of the signs around the, the boardroom table. That's right. what we're trying to do. We're trying to get them all on the same page. So is this all making sense so far? Totally. Okay, now you have your north node in the sign of Scorpio and you have your south node in the sign of Taurus. Okay, so your natural gift is Taurus. Taurus is very grounded, very material driven. Um, he's the, basically the guy that's like, look, I'm going to work my ass off, but I need spa day when I'm done. So that's kind of like his deal of how he's like, I will be driven. I know the path. I'll full stream ahead. But at the end of the day, I want my comfy couch and my cashmere throw and somebody to bring me a really exquisite glass of champagne, something along those lines. And so you're naturally gifted at actually the hard work. You're really willing to put in what it takes to get there. And you're also really gifted at using your voice because Taurus 
rules the throat. So anytime that you use your voice, it could be creating a podcast or, you know, some tutorial, something where people can hear your voice. And that's also where Aquarius is going to shine too, because Aquarius can kind of show her like avant-garde, like rebellious nature, which is also going to draw them in because that's how they see you. But how they hear you is Taurus. Logical. I, I can explain how things work very clearly. I get the gist. It's, you know, you're going to be able to serve people, which we'll talk about who that kismet client is in just a minute. You'll be able to serve people in a very grounded way that helps them understand the concepts, whether it's a contract or it's a, an ingredient in, you know, beauty counter. So there's going to be some logic there that's really great, but voice, using your voice, because that, like, it's almost like, you know, you singing a song to them and they're resonating to that frequency, okay? Right. All right. Now, but the challenge here, okay, so this is south and north and south nodes here. Your north node is your challenge. This is Scorpio. Okay, so Scorpio or your, your north node will is your challenge, but it leads you to your destiny. And you have it in the sign of Scorpio. So this is very different than Taurus. Remember, they're polar opposites. Right. Fill each other in where each other lacks. Taurus is very good on the material level. Scorpio is very good on the spiritual level, but also just on like the human psychology level, I would say. And so what's going to happen here is that you're going to run into some obstacles where either you run into, and this is kind of funny, um, people that bug you. Like, um, uh, from like a psychological standpoint, like, I don't like that person's personality. Like, so your challenge is like, how are you going to be able to cope with dealing with people? Like, because, you know, when we're talking about a higher calling and build, building a business around a higher calling, we have to deal with people. Right. But Scorpio, she's so, she's so educated. She's so smart. You know, she's just so witty. And, um, but she's also very gifted at understanding human psychology and the way that, you know, the little tricks that people like to try to play, but you can't really pull one over on a Scorpio. And if you can, you can't for very long. So the, the challenge here is while you're building this empire, right, this, this wealth for yourself, that we've got to pull in uh, more of the uh, becoming knowledgeable and investigating more about um, how, how people tick, if you will. Right. And if we can understand that, if you can understand how, how and why people act the way that you do, they do, you're going to have the upper hand in that sales position because you're going to know how to navigate that personality. So instead of getting bugged by it, bugged by the people that are, you know, whatever games they're playing or whatever, you right. don't have to get um, upset or even crawl back in your crap. None of that needs to happen if you embrace Scorpio because Scorpio, if you dig enough, if you actually read enough books on human psychology or dig to the root of why people act the way they act or mind control or whatever you need to do so that you can physically stomach some of the personalities that you're probably going to bump into along the way. Does that make sense? 
Yeah. You have to become more gifted. It's like you got to rise above. You got to just know, okay, okay. I, I get what you're saying right now, but okay. So let's just go about it a different way. You have to, you're going to have to be like the, the teacher, right? The Sag. You're going to have to be the teacher of like, okay, well, okay. I see that this is, you know, you know, you're not understanding here. So let's try it a different way. What about this angle? You know, so it's going to be about, you know, even, you know, with the flipping of the house or I don't know, whatever, just personalities. That's going to be really important in the evolution of you uh, leaning towards your destiny. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, the kismet client. Any questions so far before I go into kismet client? No. Okay. Is it making sense? Yeah. Okay. All right. So... I always get excited when I see this sign, especially when I see it in this house. Okay, your 12th house is your house of karmic debt. It's your house of limiting beliefs, your subconscious mind. And we talk about the 12th house in business astrology, or at least the way I do business astrology, uh, because we all came to this planet to like work through some stuff. That's why right. we're all here, to spiritually grow. It's not even about how much money we accumulate. Those are just kind of some perks of, of living in a material world. But the real thing that we take with us is spiritual growth. So when we look at the 12th house, what that really tells me is, you know, where are there some blocks? What are some of the lessons that you're here to work through? And simultaneously, who is this kismet client that's going to help you work through those, kar those karmic debts? So in this case, you have it in the sign of Capricorn. So Capricorn, <laughs> also known as what I refer to as poker face, um, is an earth sign. She uh, is the driven one, right? She's climbing the mountain. Right? She's a goat. Climbing the mountain, climbing the mountain, climbing the mountain. Poker, poker face the whole way through. Just want to get to the top of the mountain so I can rest. I'm getting tired. I'm getting tired. I'm getting tired. But I'm poker face, poker face all the way through. Now, here's where it gets interesting because while Capricorn is an earth sign just like Taurus, just like Virgo, it's the only earth sign that has a fin because it's not a goat. It's a sea goat. The symbol for Capricorn is a sea goat. So it's half goat, that means half climbing the ladder, climbing the mountain, and half fin, which is water, which is deeply melancholic, deeply wounded, um, feels things very deeply, but doesn't let anybody know what's going on underneath the surface. So the karma here is to heal the parts of Capricorn that she keeps hidden because all of us have those feelings, but Capricorn is really uncomfortable making that like known to people. So your kismic client also has the same problem because she is a Capricorn archetype, the type of person that's going to help you work through those limiting beliefs, karmic debt, subconscious mind, all that stuff is someone who also has poker face, hmm. who also has like those underlying deep, deep um, 
deep feelings that she doesn't show to people. So the interesting part here is that, you know, you talked about, okay, from more than, okay, beauty counter, sales rep, flipping mm -hmm. houses, but then you have what the coaching still, those were the three things, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. So finding the red thread here, but Capricorn is highly ambitious person. So it's kind of like, it doesn't matter which business we're referring to right now, if it's beauty counter, your coaching, or even your flipping. The person that your ideal customer is a highly driven person. So she could end up being also a sales rep under you for beauty counter. She could also be the person that you're coaching to discover their life purpose and to build a business around that. And she could also be somebody that's, you know, built enough wealth for herself that she's also investing in property. So she's really the same person no matter what business it is. Right. So if you, if you could even put them in order here, we could really create like a little signature system here, but like the person you're coaching is really in that like foundation of like, well, what is my purpose? And you know, how do I leverage this? And she's also, but she's driven. She's Capricorn archetype, right? She's already driven. So oh, I just need to figure out what it is, Amanda. What is it? What is it? I love what you're doing and you're showing me in the world and you're just speaking your truth and owning your Aquarius and like all the stuff. And I see you got your hand in all these cookie jars. Like I want some hands in cookie jars. Like that sounds fun. So you take her on this voyage of like, okay, well, the first thing that we got to do is we got to take off poker face. So she's like, what? We got to take down poker face. We can't find the higher calling without taking off the mask, Capricorn. And she's going to be like, what? So this is this foundational part of your business where it's like, we've got to get Capricorn to get real so that she can uncover, you know, her greatest talents, all the things she's great at, you know, and you just might find that after, you know, and it doesn't have, it could be 80, 20 rule here, maybe 20% of those clients are interested in beauty counter. Now, maybe not all of them, but some of them because they're ambitious. Right. And they like the beauty element of it. Whatever that ends up being, it makes them feel good, whatever, right? Maybe there's a spiritual component there. Uh, so that leads them to beauty counter. Now, you're building this team. You're you know, bringing awareness to this product. You, you are the teacher. You're teaching them your avant-garde way of selling, right? Through tutorials, using your voice. Remember, Taurus, throat. Teaching them improving their skills, being more authentic, being more transparent, all those things that Capricorn is working through in her own, her own karmic debt. How, how does one become a good salesman? How does one, you know, sell anything? Because they're, they, they're relatable. They're transparent. They, they're likable, right? They are, um, they know about personalities. Remember Scorpio, they know about human behavior. So you become a real asset, not just for them, you know, you know, becoming a whatever, a customer under you or team member or whatever, but also a resource for additional training, maybe in sales. So it's not just like buy the, buy the kit and become a member and then I earn money under you. I think there is another component here of helping them to unlock poker face. 
Like poker face needs to now become, you know, authentic salesperson, authentic in like showing the, you know, you become a real resource in addition to them being on your team. So you there, I think there's even an additional product that doesn't have to do with beauty counter. That's still about your gift of helping them to become more wealthy using your gift of Aquarius, using your gift of Taurus. So from there, you are now prepping them for, you know, whatever, maybe they are, you know, going to purchase property. You know, now you've got this whole wealth of knowledge. Now, again, maybe you've only got your real estate license in one state, but, oh, turn this off. Um, but you're, you're now an, another asset of, of wealth for them. So you actually become like the more in tune with each of these steps, the more in tune you are in your coaching, the more in tune you are with your selling, and the more um, educated you become in real estate, makes you a well-rounded um, mentor, if you were, Will, for those who are, who are the Capricorn archetype, who are climbing this mountain to wealth. They're so ambitious, but they have to peel back the layers of poker face in order for them to see the fruits of their labor. Does that, make, does that resonate? Oh yeah, it totally does. I feel like I could just talk about this all day long though. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, let's start, let's start there because what questions do you have so far? Because like, I've done the reading but I want to make sure that you have a breakthrough and that you actually have a plan of like, okay, I can take with this knowledge and now I know what that, those next steps could be. Um, God, I don't even know what my questions are. Like I'm kind of like in this state of like, holy shit. Like, um, but no, I'm just like sitting in my head. Everything you said was just like, oh my God, this is so me. Oh my God, that's so me. Oh my God, that's so me. Now I know what the hell is wrong with me. Like when you said, <laughs> you said the part about um, cancer, you know, doing all these things and then going back in their shell. This is totally me. I put all of my energy into something, whether it's three days of just immersing myself about learning property you know, about property flipping, or it's three days about learning about toxic chemicals or whatever, or if it's, you know, teaching somebody or mentoring somebody, I go all in for however long. And then all of a sudden I'm just spent, depleted. Like I'm in pain. I'm emotional. I'm depressed. I mean, it's dramatic. And then I'm just like, okay, I'm going to lay in bed here until I'm back at it again. And it annoys the crap out of me because I can't just go full force for 10 years. I can only go full force for like 10 days. Mm -hmm. And it is one of my biggest pet peeves about myself because <laughs> I hate that. Um, and I never realized it had anything to do with my birth chart or anything like that. I just kind of realized, thought it was like, just, I don't know, just thought it was like a character character flaw or something so 
a lot of things that you said just like totally click with me and I'm just kind of like in this space of like, oh my God. <laughs> well, the fact that your Kismet client, you know, is similar, you know, she is so wildly ambitious, but like we're all human and we all have feelings and that's why the moon, your moon in Sagittarius becomes a really important um, planet uh, in, your, in your sign, uh, in your chart. Because if we can't keep the moon happy, remember your moon is how you feel. If we're neglecting Sagittarius, the shadows of Sagittarius will show up. And that fire, that flame, you know, it goes out or it gets ignited and she gets angry, right? So we've got to make sure that we never neglect that Sagittarius moon. And in this case, you know, because Sagittarius is such an avid learner, um, she's very philosophical. She doesn't let, she doesn't usually get wrapped up in her emotions too much, but if she is, um, you know, not owning her throne, um, she, she basically takes the high road and she'll just peace out. So we want to make sure that, you know, whether it's doing full moon rituals or maybe you're giving yourself time blocks, you know, like if you are, you know, coaching or, you know, you know, researching about flipping house or whatever, it's like there needs to be time where you're digging deeper. Remember, your challenge is Scorpio. Your, your north node is Scorpio is the challenge that will lead you to your destiny. So I think there needs to be some kind of time block where you can go down the rabbit hole and lay in bed however long you want, but before you reach the burnout stage. It should already be um, indoctrinated in your schedule that it is blocked out, that you spend your research time and all of that um, digging that Scorpio desperately needs to feel whole and it's, it's already blocked in. So it's like, if you get a bunch of people that want to do something, you create boundaries. So you don't create boundaries of you leaving and for a month. Those, not those boundaries. The boundaries that prevent you feeling like you have to be gone for a month. Right. Yeah, it kind of goes along with something I heard yesterday about... Um, I can't remember what the word they used, but it was talking about self-care is where most people don't do self-care until they need it. Mm. Where, oh, proactive. So like doing proactive self-care, doing it, you know, as a ritual rather than when you need it. So it's kind of the same thing. Yep. Uh, not waiting and, you know, just being proactive about, you know, allowing myself to have that time. Not, you know, I think like I could sit here and say I'm not allowed to do that, but that will just drive me insane. <laughs> well, the thing, the problem becomes Taurus because you have, wait, did you have a, I think you have a Taurus stellium. Wait, one, two, three. Well, you have a lot, you have a lot of Taurus. You don't have a, oh no, you have four planets. So you have a, you have a Taurus stellium. So the problem with that is that because Taurus is so driven, they also drive themselves to burnout. Because they want the wealth success so badly that they are willing to sacrifice so much to, to, so that one day they can enjoy the fruits of their labor. But I'm saying that Scorpio needs to be accounted for here because she's the one that's actually going to lead you to your destiny, not Taurus. 
Taurus is your natural gift. Scorpio leads you to the, to the wealth, leads you to the, the spiritual development that will take you from you being on this planet and being able to take that wisdom to the, to the, you know, to the next realm, not the wealth. That's what it's trying to teach you. It doesn't matter if you keep working hard so that you can have the payoff of rest and relaxation that Taurus desires. The real reward is Scorpio, which is helping you to fine tune your spirituality because that is the wealth that you really take with you. And until you work that out, there will always be a challenge with around money. That makes sense. So what's the plan? What's the game plan? Um, shit. <laughs> I don't know. We need the game. Because you got a lot of hands in the cookie jars. Where, how are we going to either you know, bring them all into a cohesive you know, um, game plan or um, you know, which one you're going to focus on you know, next so that everything – because here's the better question. Now, let me ask you a better question. You know, there's this book. It's called The One Thing. Here And the one thing is basically a question, and here it is. What's the one thing that you can do such that by doing it, everything else becomes easier or unnecessary? What's the one thing that you can do such that by doing it, everything else becomes easier or unnecessary? Using my voice. There you go. To do what? To do whatever I want. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, to using my voice to teach. Mm -hmm. um, to, to get you out of your crab shell? Yes, to get me out of my crab shell. To satisfy your moon? What's my moon in again? Sagittarius, the teacher. The teacher. Okay, so I have a question. If, like, that's the one thing that I need to do or that will really help me, why is that so hard? Why is it so hard that you don't want to use your, to, to use your voice? Yeah, like, I feel like... Um, that's always been a thing. And you know me. You've always told me, you should do videos. You should do this and you should do that. And it's always all about me teaching and using my voice. And I'm like, that sounds like a great idea. And I've planned them all in my head and I've done all these great things. I've written them out. <laughs> planned and planned and planned. But I don't ever do it. Be And I just, it's like that's the one thing that will help me. I don't understand why it has to be so hard. You know what I mean? Well, I think that's where the 12th house comes, the karmic debt, because Capricorn is poker face. And when, when you have to use your voice, you can't really be poker face anymore. You know, it's not, there's only so much of, of your soul that can shine through by just being like practical and like, I'm just going to teach you about practical things and, you know, the Capricorn way. But it takes a lot more um, courage to use your voice to, sh to share, 
and to show the hidden parts of Capricorn, which is the fin. So if like you were going to focus on, well, I need to use my voice to teach. I need to use my voice to, you know, uh, make sure I get out of my crab shell. I need to satisfy my moon. But the real part of the, remember the part that you're going to take with you when you go, the spiritual growth that you do is going to be working through the shadows, right? The fin of Capricorn. So really the thing that you should be talking about is your vulnerabilities, your, you know, the, 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 the melancholy part, the parts that trip you up because what, this is how it works. When you start talking about that stuff, like, ah, oh, why do I have all these ideas, you guys? And I struggle or whatever you talk about, whatever your Capricorn archetype kismet client looks at you and goes, wow, that's so me. Wow. It's like she's uh, read my journal because she has the same problem. So you're actually creating more connection. And what should really happen is instead of you fearing, you know, using your voice, you should see it as an opportunity of filling up your cup. Because when you are of service to your kismet client, you fill up your cup, not take away from it. So all those times that you are coaching and then you just needed to retreat, either they weren't, maybe they weren't your kismet clients or you didn't have an opportunity to fill your own cup up by sharing your own story. You made it all about them sharing because that's very Capricorn of you. Just, just get everybody to talk about them, themselves so that I don't have to talk about all my skeletons. Uh, that's pretty true. <laughs> so then it feels exhausting because a natural basic human need, basic human need is that every single person walking on this planet needs to talk about themselves. True. And we are suppressed. We, I mean, a lot of us have, you know, maybe therapists or whatever to somebody to talk to, but if we don't get to talk about ourselves, we will be exhausted of talking about everybody else or listening to everybody else's. That makes a lot of sense. So you have to talk to fill up your own cup. You have to talk about yourself to work through your karmic debt, which is Capricorn. God, that makes so much sense. <laughs> My mind is kind of like blown right now. Going <laughs> I didn't know I could learn so much about myself in however long we've been on the phone. So that's your, I think that's the game plan. It's like, what it like, even if it's only once a week, I need to get out there and I need to talk about myself. That will heal some of my karmic debt. It will also attract my kismet clients. Right. So I'm going to leave you pondering because Everybody always needs a moment and it's probably going to happen for the next couple of days of, you know, what's been uncovered here. Cause it's obviously right. we talked about a lot of different signs, but remember one, one thing, all of these signs, like when you go back and you listen to the replay, grab your journal and then write down, okay, okay. I have my son in Taurus. Okay. I have my moon in Sag, rising in the Aquarius and write them all down. Then draw a circle and imagine that all of those signs are around a table. 
And they are working together to create synergy, to create an outcome of what it is that you desire. They have to all be working together though. And they right. all need, they all need to be heard. That's the key here. I think for your um, session here is that we all need to be heard. Every one of those signs needs to be heard by you. Yes. So good. Awesome. You. you are so welcome. This was amazing. I feel energized. See, when you're talking with your kismet clients, you get filled up. They shouldn't drain you. You know what I'm saying? Like this is the power of the 12th house. The 12th house is where it's at. So I'm honored that I got to be a small little smidget of what's to come in your <laughs> career and all of these hands and cookie jars that you got going on. And obviously it's so good to hear your voice, Miss Taurus. <laughs> I'm so excited to see what um, comes to fruition in the next 48 hours. So feel free to listen to the replay, um, reach out and, and share your thoughts. And I just want to thank you for, thank you for being open and real here because the people that are listening, they're like having their own epiphanies because of you and what you're sharing. So I want to thank you for being real and open and honest there. Um, and thank you to our listeners for tuning in and for sharing this program. I, I keep getting people sharing it on Instagram. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and I wish you so much sex, success, Amanda, and make sure to stay in touch. Of course. Thank you so much. I hope you have enjoyed this episode and were able to use this mentoring session to answer some of your own questions around your higher calling. If you feel called to step into a bigger role and shape mankind as we know it today, I invite you to check out the Holistic Fashionista Botanica and pick up the Rising Star Ritual Starter Kit, where you'll receive your astrological birth chart and a ritual to help you unlock all the beautiful kits that live inside your soul. You can learn more about the Holistic Fashionista Botanica at www.holisticfashionista.com. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder and business astrologer behind the Holistic Fashionista brand, and I look forward to serving you in another episode of the Rising Star Project real soon.